made possible by Jebco Construction Companies. Hey everybody, welcome to the SignalsAZ.com podcast. Northern Arizona starts here. I'm Torrance Sonnum alongside Joseph Woody, who is a Bradshaw Mountain High School graduate, local right here in Prescott Valley, Yavapai College, and is currently at Arizona State University. And also here is uh, Brian Woody, his dad, and we are here to discuss international skeets. So I'll start off with you, Joseph. What is international skeet and how did you get into this sport? Uh, International Skeet is a game where we shoot uh, 25 clay targets that are thrown from a high house and a low house um, on like a semi-circle shaped field with eight different stations. We have a zero to three second delay when we call for the target and the gun doesn't start on our shoulder. It starts down closer towards our hip and as soon as the target actually comes out of the house we can make our move to try and shoot the targets. And what age did you get into this sport? Um, I started shooting when I was 10, so super young, um, right when we first moved out to Arizona. So Brian, obviously your son Joseph started this sport when he was 10, and really this sport is gender neutral, age neutral, anyone can really play this sport, right? They really can. Uh, Joe was very fortunate. Uh, Arizona Game and Fish had a a fabulous program called the Scholastic Clay Target Program. Uh, So that's really how he got involved. Uh, it was about 14-15 where he got into the international skeet game. It was actually just uh, by happenstance uh, that we uh, stumbled into it. So, uh, yeah, it's open all ages, all demographics, uh, you name it. So moms, dads, grandma, grandpas, brothers, sisters, um, no matter what your physical makeup is. Uh, we've had some of our athletes in our youth program uh, in wheelchairs. Uh, so it's really available to everyone. So available to any everyone, but difficult to master, right? Yeah, it's it's one of the um, harder mental sports. It, it sucks a lot out of you. You have to invest a lot of time in it. I mean, you can be in peak physical shape, absolute nothing but muscle. But if, you're, if your mind's not there and you're not ready to sit there and invest and work and develop yourself every single day, it's a hard sport. So what was your first big win in international skeet, and what are some of your recent accomplishments? Uh, I'd say my my first big win in international skeet was going to probably be back in 2017 when I made my first junior final, and I worked myself up, um, started in third and fell down into fourth and and just missed my um, chance to go to the Junior World Champions in, in South Korea. But, I mean, that's still a huge win just to make a final and start building and developing yourself as an athlete. And then you recently just got back from uh, competing in Mexico, right? Yeah, I got invited to go to um, Acapulco, Mexico, and go to the World Championships down there and compete for for Team USA. Perfect. And then uh, what are some of the next big things you're looking to accomplish? Um, Well, right now we're getting ready to start up our Olympic trials, which starts in Kerrville, Texas. So we get to shoot 250 targets down there, and then we get to hopefully, hasn't been announced yet, be in Tucson for the spring selection for the second half of our Olympic trials. So another 250 targets there, and that determines who ends up actually going to the Olympics. And then how cool would it be to go to Tokyo and represent uh, Team USA uh, in international ski? How cool would that be for you? Um, It would be amazing because, I mean, going out to such a cool place as Tokyo and experience their culture and represent our team and USA and being out there in the Olympics and a chance to win an Olympic medal is huge. And then, Brian, how cool would it be to be the dad of a Olympic athlete, especially for you who's seen everything that Joseph uh, is going through to get to this point? Well, I think it'd be extremely tremendous. I don't know that I have a, 
a good word to be able to throw on that because I don't think it captures every essence of it. Um, I know I'm awfully proud of him. He, we just recently got back from uh, Colorado Springs at the Olympic Training Center there. Uh, he, he finished uh, as number six in the nation, making finals. He was the only non-Olympian, non-national team member to do that. Uh, so one heck of a feat. So awfully proud of him with that. So to, to fathom the idea that when he goes off to the uh, selection matches, both fall and spring, goes through those processes. And if he's fortunate enough to be one of those uh, two gentlemen to represent the country, that would just be stellar. And obviously, as you guys have been mentioning, quite a bit of travel in this sport. Uh, how can help people help you uh, reach your goal? Well, I think uh, for Joe, uh, really his goal uh, focuses on uh, what he wants to, to put into, into effort there, um, which is pretty strong effort. He's got a very high work ethic from that standpoint. As a dad, I couldn't be prouder of him. He works uh, full-time, goes to school full-time, trains as often as he can, uh, but it boils down to dollars and cents. Um, Joe's sport uh, that he has here, it's very consumptive. Um, it's not one of those things where, you know, playing soccer, baseball, basketball, where you buy some of your equipment and you can use it for a nice long time. Um, he has an initial equipment purchase, which is a shotgun, but then after that, everything else is a consumptive process. Uh, so ammunition, targets every day. Um, so he gets to practice right now. Uh, he's limited to about two days a week. Um, that adds up very, very quickly uh, because it could uh, be uh, 10 rounds per day. So uh, those numbers jump up pretty quick. And then on top of that, uh, Team USA is not a government-funded program. So they do all of their fundraising. And each athlete within the program has their own fundraising responsibilities. Uh, they don't receive a stipend or any of those other processes that goes through that. So um, support, uh, sponsorship. Uh, in-kind services, all those types of things. Uh, you know, he has multiple trips uh, that he has to take a year. Even uh, when he went to Mexico with Team USA, that was self-funded. That was his responsibility of being able to do those types of things. So when he gets to go to Colorado, when he gets to go to uh, Georgia, when he gets to go to Texas, wherever those events, possibilities may be, um, that's his responsibility to do that. So community support, uh, uh, manufacturer support, uh, in-kind services to offset hotel travel, this, that, all those things that come into play would just be stellar. And uh, Joseph has a GoFundMe page, correct? He does. He does. He's got a GoFundMe page currently. Uh, they can reach out uh, to us at uh, our website. He can reach out, uh, call us. Uh, we can have a variety of different methodologies or 501c3, different aspects of that nature of being able to support, use the GoFundMe. Um, would be appreciative for whatever opportunities come about. All right, I got one more question for you, Joseph. Let's say somebody's watching this video right now. We've already mentioned this sport is age neutral. This sport is gender neutral. If somebody's watching this and thinking about picking it up, what would you say? I'd say you most definitely need to do it. Um, it grows a lot of people, and I've got to see and meet a lot of different people and see how they got to develop within the shooting sports and enjoy them and carries on a long way. I mean, I started when I was 10 and I'm still doing it now and I'm 21, so 11 years of shooting has been a long time and I plan on doing another 11 or even more. Um, it's been a lot of fun. It's a lot of dedication, a lot of focus, a lot of hard work, but it's, it's all in good fun. That's how it starts out. And you can really enjoy it and spend a lot of time doing it with a lot of different people. 
So, Brian, I'll, I'll switch back over to you now. Obviously, as Joseph mentioned, he started this when he was 10, and now he's 21. You've been with him throughout this entire process. What would you say the sport of international skeet has helped uh, Joseph uh, grow into the man that he is today? Well, I think just overall, uh, international skeet aside, uh, the involvement uh, that he has had, the other young people surrounding him, um, the depth of character, dedication, uh, commitment, um, you know, all stems from uh, some great family interactions that go on there. Um, but the character development through the shooting sports where they understand safety, uh, they understand the consequences, they understand the process, their development, uh, concentration, focus, all of those different components that we want to see our young people develop into uh, as they uh, mature and then contribute to society as a whole. I think this is a great beginning. Um, there's a lot of opportunity. You know, Joe um, also played Little League and he played basketball and all of those different types of things. Uh, but this has really brought a whole new component into that. Um, and all of those uh, factors have come out into play to who he is, what his accomplishments are, what his future goals are going to be. And so I think it's a great opportunity for folks to take advantage of um, and enrich their entire family experience through the shooting sports. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us, uh, Brian and Joseph. If you'd like to learn more about Joseph's story, look on SignalsAZ.com. We got an article up there. And make sure to keep it locked on SignalsAZ.com for all your events, entertainment, news, and sports in northern Arizona and beyond. Made possible by Jebco Construction Companies.